pandemic shifted a lot of things for us. Um, but right as, let's see, 2019, we released our last EP, Sensory Overload, in May of 19. And then we went on tour right away. And we kind of just stuck around, like, Midwest. And we were supposed to go all the way down to Atlanta, North Carolina. Those last, those two shows got canceled, though. And what is up? Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate Show. I am your host, White Trash Donnie, and we are going to do none other than pleasure ear holes today. So get ready, folks. Uh, we have Jennifer from Locella. Uh, we'll bring her in shortly. Fellow Michigander, so from the, uh, what is it, Murder Mitten, they call it, or the uh, Schmidt Mitten. Uh, so we'll have her in shortly, get to know her and the band. And uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring Jen in. How are you? I'm so good. <laughs> Oh, the applause is wonderful. Thank you so much. So uh, that, that's the studio audience. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> we're live on Twitch and YouTube. So uh, we already got uh, Vic in the uh, room. So what's up, Vic? Thanks for joining us, uh, folks. Uh, we are streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. So if you have any questions, do not hesitate to throw them in the chat and we will get those answered for you. So Lokella, based out of uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, which um, isn't far from where I grew up. So uh, Jen and I were talking just about some Michigan uh, things and uh, if you're from Michigan, you know we use the hand. So yeah. we're over here. Grand Rapids is a little bit north. I'm about uh, 45 to 50 minutes uh, south of Grand Rapids. So yeah, we always use our hand uh, to show you where we're at. And <laughs> right, and uh, instead of we don't tell you miles, we tell you how many minutes. So we'll be like, oh, it's 40 minutes down the road, you know. So that's just a Michigan thing. Uh, so you Michigan folks can understand that. But yeah, the very talented Jen from Locella uh, uh, is the vocalist, uh, female fronted band. And uh, I'm just going to get this out of the way. Uh, it's very eccentric, very, um, I don't want to say dark, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, haunting maybe a little bit um and i almost get the female version of uh deftones and that's no disrespect but that's um <laughs> but that when i hear it i'm like female deftones that's exactly how i would describe locella and i love the deftones so if you don't like the deftones you're wrong so you can leave but no yeah. um, anyway right <laughs> um and then the song wicked uh which is a, a previous song from 2019 um that is straight uh if i'm at a burlesque show that is a straight burlesque song i That's just hilarious. i get the burlesque vibes when I, I i listen to it so i actually used to perform burlesque i mean like i still uh, people keep trying to pull me out of retirement it will happen but yeah no it's, it's <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, yeah, we got some big things coming up for Locella. Uh, you just dropped uh, a music video today um, about five hours ago. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. It, so it's funny because we didn't even see the final version or not even the first cut of the video until I woke up at mm, like 730 this morning. Uh, so Vibe Studio, they're out of Grand Rapids. They did the entire video for us, which is, was the first time we worked with them in the past. Or the, for the past handful of videos, of, I've hired a couple friends of mine to shoot and I've edited. But sometimes I just prefer to put it all in the hands of people who know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm a very, right. much, very new at video editing. So my skills are limited. Um, but yeah, they were up. 
I don't know, Bobby, who directed and edited it, he was up until I think 3.30 this morning finishing it up. It was a very last minute video that we put together, um, but then we'll have another one coming out in two weeks. And it's sort of the follow-up to this video. So okay. a song that we just were really, really passionate about. So, yeah. Yeah, and for being last minute, it came out uh, pretty epic. And I know uh, the Grand Rapids Riverfront, so it's kind of has a, a special meaning to me being from the area. So um, I was like, oh, I know that. So, um, yeah, if you missed the intro, go back and uh, catch the intro after the show. I'll say uh, hello to a few folks that we have in. So, uh, E, what's up, E? Thanks for popping in. I uh, understand you can't stay. We are midday. We've got MVK Music Group. Uh, we got Justin. What's up, Justin? Thanks for joining us. And uh, Brian Vall, how you doing? He says, hey, Donnie. Hey, Jennifer. And uh, I like her hair. It reminds me of flames. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, very colorful hair. Um, I just have gray hair. I'm not uh, cool like that. So. <laughs> no, gray hair is cool. That's great. No, you got a great beard. So I've been trying uh, to grow mine for years. Just Well, if you do, we're going to have to put you in the circus. So, I mean, I have some uh, beard oil. I have some beard oil for you. You can try. But, uh, you know, I can't. Uh, manifest it <laughs> right you know just get the derma roller start poking and, and putting some beard oil on and uh, yeah if, you, if, if, if it grows hey you'll have another career in the circus we'll send you to the circus instead of being a musician so but i think you're a much better musician than you would be in the circus so there we go thank you <laughs> i'll take that That's so i mean you have yeah i mean you can choose your career path you know we, we have we have multiple options around here apparently so like options uh, what's up, Ally Beard Oil? Thanks for coming in, folks. If you have any questions for uh, Jen and Lokella, uh, don't hesitate to ask them. Um, no, I do not have the chaps on uh, there, Justin. So um, I used to do a ton of beard um, content before this, uh, like with beard companies. Uh, the running joke was, um, I, you know, I wear assless chaps. Uh, so that's what he's referring to. I run around in assless chaps. Uh, but uh, I have several times. Um, I have ran in some speedos a couple times and uh, I usually wear cutoff shorts or jorts. Um, you know, that's my kind of thing. So, you know, white trash, got to keep it white trash. So, right. you know, you know where I'm from, so you know how white trash it is. So, you know, she has, you know, folks, she has the prime, prime view of where I'm from. She's passed it numerous times and probably says, Oh, there's white trash. Now she's <laughs> not, now she can say, Oh, that's where white trash Donnie lived. I understand. So. Well, you know, it's Michigan, so we don't have a shortage of white trash. Right. <laughs> right. I love Michigan. I love you guys. I'm no, no, uh, no hard feelings there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get boycotted now. So the Sloppy okay. Syndicate show is no longer. No. I'm trying to figure, figure out like the best way to get canceled. Right. Like, if, if you're going to do it, you got to go out with a bang. Uh, the You could go on tour uh, to Rockville, like uh, I forget the name of the band, a uh, female fronted band where she uh, peed in the <laughs> guy's mouth. Yeah, that's one way to do it. That's too far for me. I cannot. <laughs> I, man, I I don't know. She had some guts to do that. Oh, the, the dude was loving it. Like he was just she all was. into it. But yeah, that, that didn't go over very well with the promoters. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure well, she's no longer welcome back. <laughs> you get stage fright just being in a public restroom. So, like, to be on a stage in front of that many people and just like <laughs> pull them down and just, it's like, oh, uh, man, I, she had to go. Right. She, yeah, she was holding <laughs> it for a pretty long time, apparently. So, but uh, yeah, so uh, you have music dating back all the way to 2016. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about your musical influences and, and kind of what got you started into the music uh, career and, and kind of the path that's taken you. So, Sure. Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned Deftones earlier. Maybe it's not that funny, but um, that's something that we've 
gotten quite a few times. That and we used to get glass draw quite a bit, but I think our music's changed enough to we might not get it as much anymore. Live might be a different story. Um, my per personally, my biggest influence in the rock realm in modern rock is Incubus. I'm a huge, huge Incubus fan. And so that's always, especially uh, Brandon Boyd's vocals and his writing style, his lyrics have just been hugely impactful for me. And then as, um, also Thrice is a huge fan for a lot of us too. And I just feel like I newly rediscovered them just this last year, uh, going to Riot Fest in Chicago last fall or summer. Uh, watching them perform, it was like they didn't miss a beat. They sounded incredible. And his voice, Dustin's voice, has just gotten so much more rich, and his his lyrics are just so powerful. Um, so that's personally, those are kind of my influences for the rest of the guys. Um, they're all over the place. We used to be, I, I don't know, write a little bit heavier when we first started this band. But right before Locella started in 2016, Evan and I were, we had a band called Fine Fine Titans with a couple other members. Um, and Josh filled in a couple times, Josh on drums for us. But that, that band went for about five years, post-hardcore, much heavier. I actually started screaming in that band and that was never supposed to happen. Unfortunately, the last... Um, well, no, it was fine the last tour, but there were a couple times that I blew my voice and I, man, it's just, it did a, a serious number on my voice. So I had to reel that back in. Um, and also, I don't know, as much as we love to play and write heavier music and it's still always going to be a part of who we are, there's so many other areas that we like to explore. Chris on guitar. He is, he, he went to school for music. He teaches lessons. His theory knowledge is abundant. And so that's, that's really awesome and helpful too. So it's kind of all over the place for all of us. And we've all been a part of um, various different kinds of bands. My first band that I, when I first started writing music with other people, I was 20 or 21 and my first band it was called their teeth will be of lions and it was this like seven piece circus basically we were compared to two bands there was two vocalists uh, me and then a, a, a gentleman named glenn and like five or six other members depending on the time <laughs> when it was and the two bands we were compared to was blood brothers and b52s so Okay, that's unique. It All was right. <laughs> insane. And I wish it had gone on longer, but uh, it was kind of, we were kind of a mess. <laughs> so uh, maybe it's better that it didn't. But right. I, it was, and, yeah, wild. And the screaming, yeah, I get it. It's brutal on your vocals. And uh, yeah, I don't know how some of them do it because I try it every now and then just in the shower. And uh, <laughs> I, I start, like, I, my throat just, you know, I start choking. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. But uh, yeah, I've never been trained at it regardless but even if you are trained at it it's still brutal so yeah and i actually almost went to new york to study with melissa cross 
um, if anyone knows who she is. Um, she She's a vocal instructor, has a one or two, I think, DVDs called The Zen of Screaming, and she teaches you how to scream properly. What I didn't realize is that when I was a teenager and like obsessed with AFI, I would do what I, I would call my practice screams right. in the car to uh, along with them. And really, it's just the Fry vocal method, which is what Melissa teaches. And that is safe on your voice. So when I switched to that, I was like, okay, I can do this, but it doesn't. I, I just don't think it sounds very good. I don't know. So I still try it every now and then. Sometimes it just happens. Sometimes it sounds good. Sometimes it doesn't. It There's no rhyme or reason. And because it's so unpredictable, it just makes me really nervous to try it right. live, you know? And speaking of AFI, you have a killer uh, cover of uh, Miss May I. Um, love it. So big fan of, um, AFI and, uh, we have a question in the chat, Justin, I'll get to that here in one second, but, um, it's kind of crazy to see how it goes full circle. Like you're talking about thrice and, you know, some of the older bands and, uh, you know, they kind of went away and they're becoming super popular again. Like Incubus is headlining some tours now. Um, you know, and they were kind of, uh, quiet, you know, the last few years. So just crazy to see how, you know, full circle of bands go, you know, a couple years out and then they come back and things like that. So, um, Justin wants to know, uh, most memorable gig and why? Oh, well, actually the very first show that Lokella played was for a festival in New York, um, can't remember the town, Albany. I think it was Albany, uh, somewhere up, up, more upstate New York. And it was called Sold Out Fest. And what was wild about it was that that was our first show booked as Locella. Obviously, it was from connections that we had prior to that. And it was Every Time I Die was headlining. Oh my gosh, there were some big ones that I now I can't even remember. I mean, all she had to say every time I die, that's big enough. Like they're epic. So huge. And I, I really don't know if we fit very well on that festival. I don't know if we belonged there, but that was really cool. And the same guy that booked us on that had booked uh, my previous band, Fine Vine Titans at, uh, oh, um, so what? Not so, what? okay. Yeah. So what music festival with um, Circus Survive, a huge huge uh influence for us too a uh, lot of spew hometown buddies and let's see who else was playing that year that was 2015 but again that was fine fine titans so i don't know if we're talking about the most memorable for Lokella or just in general just in general like, yeah we're just insane yeah definitely uh and so what has blown up um yeah. i mean have you seen the lineup this year i'm like wow um it's gonna be an epic I mean, it's like action. I mean, they have every genre you can think of um, playing. So, um, you know, and you're talking about being on stage and, and things like that. So when you play a festival, you know, I look at so what? There's hundreds, I mean, hundreds of bands this year, uh, multiple genres. Um, do you ever get like, not stage fright, but, you know, uh, when you're backstage and you pass someone, you're like, oh, crap, I know who that is. But, you know, do you ever get like the, I don't want to say butterflies, but like the jitters, like, oh, crap, like that's, you know, the lead singer of Incubus. <laughs> oh, my Oh my God. No, I would. Okay. So I, okay. I, I have to split this up. Yes. I still do get nervous. I get, I get nervous for every single show and I've been performing since I was in fifth grade or even younger in various capacities, but I still get nervous every show. 
I don't usually get starstruck unless if if Brandon Boyd walked into this room right now, I might pass out. Okay, so Maybe. Brandon Boyd would be the only like one. crying or like what's that? So Brandon would Boyd you? would be like one of the only ones. Uh, yeah, that would make you pass out. Davy Havoc, obviously. Um, yeah, there's uh, <laughs> there's there's a few of them that I really look up to, but. I I don't know like I I do have an embarrassing story actually, um, <laughs> so we over the years became kind of buds with the guys in Let Live when they were when they'd come to town to where we they'd crash at her place, and so they were in Lansing. Oh geez, this was probably six or seven years ago, and they're like, yeah, come out to the show. And so we came out early and they brought us onto the bus. And at the time, um, we knew Jason, we were told that Jason had left for a minute to go pick up his girlfriend. Well, and I heard a rumor that he was maybe dating Jen Wigmore and I had become a fan of hers and I found her through Tumblr or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if it was true or whatever. Well, so we walk onto the tour bus and sitting right in front of us is Jason and Jen. And like, I just like, I wasn't expecting it. And I don't get starstruck, but I would just was flabbergasted when I ran into her and I go, uh, uh, hi, I love your music. And she goes, what? I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit in this corner and like stare at the wall now. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to interact. Like, sorry, I'm awkward. I'm just going to sit in the corner now, you know. So I, <laughs> uh, I didn't say anything. Another word. <laughs> uh, so Jen does have a question um, and I have a funny story as well. Um, kind of when it comes to, you know, some superstars. Uh, so Jen, how, how did the band get its name? Sorry if this was already discussed. Just tuning in. Jennifer, we have not discussed that. So perfect question. Yeah. Uh, so actually when <laughs> Fine Fine Titans was about to end, Evan and I, the only us band members knew about it. And so we were like, we have one more tour to go on, and then we're going to be done after this. We were assigned to a label, and we just – everything about that band seemed really cursed. So we are like, we just need to be done. But at the time, um, we had also a revolving door of band members, except for Evan and I. And so he and I talked about maybe we should just try to do a two-piece thing, just figure it out on our own. And so while we were trying to wrap things up with Fine Fine Titans – I was just like on the internet, do 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 weird, looking for weird baby names. I why I neither I do not want kids ever. So like I don't know why that was my thought, but I found Lokella, and it's actually the boy's name, and it means like famous spear warrior, maybe some other things too. And I just thought it was such a cool word in general, and it. To me, it feels very feminine. It looks feminine, but it's supposed to be a masculine name. And it's short. It's sweet. And so um, I quickly like Googled it to see if there's another band called Lokilla. And all the socials were open for the most part. And so I just nabbed them all up. And then I think we sat on that for at least six months or so before um, – before Chris came around and was like, hey, does Fine Fine Titans need a guitar player? And I was like, nope, because we're breaking up as soon as we're done with tour. And uh, But let us get back to you. And so then that's when he joined us. And, and then Josh came in again later. Like 
we had been friends with Josh for a while, but we had another guy playing drums with us for a minute. And then he stepped in full time a little bit later on. So anyway, it's a weird baby name. That's all I did. I Googled it. <laughs> and it's, it's definitely unique, uh, a name that I've never heard of. And I got a history lesson in it as well. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So I was at, uh, I'm not going to name the festival or the artist because I'm not getting anybody in trouble. Um, so we had a recent festival <laughs> here in Orlando and uh, I was hanging out with uh, one of the bands and uh, the used was headlining and, uh, you know, hanging out with the bands. We were backstage and we were all sitting in uh, one of the green rooms and, you know, having some beers and stuff like that. And uh, two members of two different bands were like, hey, like the used is next door, you know, like go get, you know, go see if Bert will come over. Like we want to meet him. And me, I've already had a few beers. I'm like, whatever. Like that's Bert. Like, you know, you know, I've seen Bert a million times. You know, I, I grew up with Bert. I'm um, not like literally, but you know, with his music. So I go over and uh, knock on the door. I open the door. I'm like, Hey Bert. And like, he looks at me. He's like, yeah. I'm like, um, Hey, so-and-so, you know, want to meet you. And he looks at me like and says it in the rudest, like the meanest, not really rude. I, I mean, I'd probably be kind of pissed off too if somebody like came and did that, especially backstage. Um, and he's like, I'm warming up. Tell them I will, I, if I can, I will. So I was like, oh, have a good night. Can't wait to see it perform. I shut the door and I walked back open. I'm like, well, you, shit out of luck, guys. <laughs> 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 Trying to get me in trouble. And then, um, so Dan, uh, from story of the year, Dan Marsala was playing and, uh, you know, they had like security backstage and I'm like, uh, you know, we're sitting side stage watching, you know, uh, Amberlynn and the views playing and, you know, everyone's like, Hey, go get some beers and go get some beers. You know, they had, you know, full beer. Um, you know, they had beers in the green room, you know, like cases. So I go to like, just take a case. So I don't have to keep walking back and forth because it's maybe a hundred yards. It's not that far, but still I'm missing the show. And, uh, he, the security guard looks at me. He's like, don't take the whole thing. I was like, I'm literally, it's not for me. Like, and I tell him, he's like, just, just come and get them as you need them. And I'm like, that's fine. And literally I probably did like 20 beer runs. I was like the beer bitch. I was like, <laughs> I was like, whatever, you know? So I'm sure I, I'm not mentioning any, any band names cause I do not want to get them in trouble. But, uh, yes, that was, um, uh, kind of an epic night. It was a great time. That was the first festival back to actually, um, live music. And I mean, my live music experience. So definitely good times. That's awesome. But yeah, I, I was I was taken back by Bert because he's uh, aged a little bit. I was like, you know, that's the first time I seen him in a while. I was like, damn, Bert. You know, I mean, I've, I've aged too, so hell. But you know how it is. You 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 always remember them in their glory days. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And I can imagine just man. I mean, a lot of us know. Like if if you're a fan of the used, you have some idea of what Bert has been through, and then touring. I mean, that has to age you really quickly all that combined right yeah he was uh man back in when they had taste of chaos and vans like that that dude was wild like he was yeah. just off the wall <laughs> absolutely oh i i mean i was a huge fan of the use too and so that uh, just another musician that i wanted to be in their shoes you know yeah, I mean, he wasn't, you know, I didn't take it as him being rude, but he was warming up, so I get it. And then, you know, talking with Dan on stage, Marsala from Story of the Year, like he like he was one of the most genuine, nicest guys, just sitting there drinking with him. Hey, what's up? You know, like, 
like we've known each other for 15 years. Um, so definitely a cool experience, um, especially seeing, you know, story of the year, one of my favorite bands growing up. So, so good. They're so good. And, uh, Jennifer would like to know, how would you classify your style of music if it's possible? Ooh, man. I, you know, it's, I think it's really hard to classify your own art. I mean, it's rock for sure. That's the most general umbrella you can pick, but because it varies, I mean, sometimes I hear prog rock in it. Sometimes I hear, you know, lots of pop elements and that's, that's probably because of my writing. If Josh had his way, it'd be all pretty much metal. If Chris had his way, it'd be all like maybe ambient, progressive. I don't know. For Evan, he's probably all over the place. Um, but then there's blues and there's some jazz. I don't really know. <laughs> I feel like I just need someone else to tell me what it sounds like. Right. I, and I would agree. It's very multi-genre. Um, you get some songs, you get a little bit of bluesy. Some you get a little bit of jazzy. Um, and But it all combines so well. So I wouldn't really put you in like one category. Because now we have to put everything in subgenres and everything else these days. But, um, you know, obviously rock, but with uh, some bluesy, jazzy, uh, you know, uh, haunted ambience, I guess you could say. Um, the best way I can, like, and Jennifer, the best way I can describe it is like a female version of the Deftones. That's what I get straight from it. So, um, you know, if you I'll love, you know, if you love the Deftones, that's the vibe I get. So. Haunted. I, haunted rock. Let's just call it haunted rock. Spooky. Like We're going to make a new genre. Spooky rock. Yes. No, that's perfect. I, I mean, there's nothing I like more than like a ghost story, a good ghost story. Nope. I'm uh, no. Nope. That's one thing I do not mess with. Um, I am very interested in getting my like tarot cards read and things like that, but I, I can't do it. Like if something like, like it's going to freak me out. Like, I was in Savannah and uh, did the ghost tour and like, I was like, I was freaked out just doing the ghost tour for one. And um, like we were walking the street and they were telling us, yeah, we're walking over graves right now. They, they've widened the road and you know, back in the day they just paved over the graves and I'm just like, Oh my God, like I'm gonna have a spirit, like, like follow me home. And just like, yeah, I've seen like all the, obviously you watch movies and different stuff like that. And my, I go to worst case scenario, like I'm going to get a demonic spirit that follows me and just like tortures me the rest of my life until I get like saged or it, I don't know. So yeah, if ever anything, I've never had an experience knock on wood, but if I did, I'd probably shit my pants and uh, that, that would be the end of it. But I do like spooky stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I prefer anything that has to do with, uh, I don't know. <laughs> ghosts and it's just spooky stuff because I, that's so much more fun than like serial killers because they are for sure real. <laughs> and that terrifies me. I know a lot of people are into true crime podcasts and, and shows and everything right now. Um, I am too much of an empath to like watch and listen to that stuff because I'm like, this is, if this is a real story and I know that people are getting, brutally tortured and murdered i can't i cannot handle that but you can haunt my ass all day i'm fine <laughs> see i'm the opposite like i can watch that and be like damn it sucks to be them and then like you, you give me a ghost no nope, i'm good i'm a little sissy i'm gonna run like a little girl but uh 
yeah, definitely. Uh, um, so Jennifer, uh, how often do you guys play outside of Michigan? Uh, have you ever played in Florida? We have not played in Florida. No, you know, we were playing outside of Michigan fairly regularly pre pandemic pandemic shifted a lot of things for us. Um, but right as let's see 2019, we released our last EP sensory overload in May of 19. And then we went on tour right away and we kind of just stuck around like Midwest and we were supposed to go all the way down to Atlanta, North Carolina. Those last, those two shows got canceled though, because I blew my voice and that was really depressing. And so we had to go home and we did take a couple days so I could rest my voice. And then we got back out to Chicago, which was a great show. But since then, things really started to shift. And I I think Evan and I were so down about it because we were so amped up about the release. We we're so excited about the tour. And then inevitably, when I blew my voice, I was like, man, is this, am I even cut out for this? Have I, but I know what I did wrong. I, I learned hard lessons, but at the time I didn't think about it that way. And so that's actually when we bought this house that I'm in right now and we wanted to build a recording studio. So we, we built this house or we didn't build a house. We bought the house in 2019. Um, we started building the recording studio in November, December of that year. And then the pandemic hit a couple of months later and we were wrapping this up. And so we then spent so much, you know, the next two years finishing, well, if, besides being in isolation, when we weren't isolated, we were then finishing writing and then recording. And so since then we haven't, we have, we played, I think we played Chicago once since then, but otherwise it's like, unless we have a good opportunity or a booking agent or, or something to take us out of Michigan, it doesn't really feel worth it to do it on our own because we've done that. And I'm not trying to put my life on hold to play a bar for three people in Nashville when right. we're not making any money, we're losing money being, you know, being away from our other jobs and traveling. And also, uh, yeah. And I have four dogs and like, I would absolutely go back on tour, but it really has to be worth it. And right now I think we're kind of like maxed out of what we can do for ourselves. So well, I may have an option with this next comment here. So Woo! we will need yes. to get Locella to Florida to play some shows. Our festival um, sounds yes. like a perfect opportunity. So yes, be on the lookout for an MVK music festival coming up. So definitely stoked about that. Um, and hell, Locella would be a great fit. Oh, I would um, do it in a heartbeat. You know, we get you to Florida and uh, you probably will never want to go back to Michigan. No, like, not like true. I, I'm not that big of a fan of Florida. I like oh, okay. going to visit. I would, I could never live there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's how I'm with Michigan. I'm like, I, I, I like to go back and visit, but I'm like, after a week, I'm like, Maybe because I'm in Otsego Plainwell, you know, and there's yeah. nothing to do. But after like not even a week, like four days, I'm like, I don't know how I lived here. And it's crazy to look back now. Uh, you know, growing up, it was a, a thriving middle class community. You know, you had uh, Simpson Paper Mill, you had Rock 10 Paper Mill, and then you had Menasha Paper Mill. So it was a very middle class uh, town, um, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously you had 
I'll say middle class. You had poor families. And I mean, you had multiple, um, you had wealthy, poor, and you had middle class. But overall, it was a middle class uh, community with paper mills. Mm -hmm. And then once the paper mills shut down, you know, a lot of people went and worked for GM in, in Kalamazoo. And then that plant in Kalamazoo closed down right across from uh, Wing Stadium because I used to play hockey over there. And then once that kind of shut down, you know, that kind of our town went to hell. And, uh, you know, I look back now and I'm like, I'm probably, you know, it's probably a good thing I moved because if I haven't, um, I mean, people have either five kids, 10 kids, they're in prison or they're hooked on drugs. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, there's there's probably a reason I moved. Not that I would ever, you know, do any of that stuff. But, um, you know, it's just when I go back, it's kind of depressing, you know, from a childhood standpoint to know how much fun we had and see the community that we had. And now it's just like, eh, it's not Seagull Plain. Well, I hate this place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the same way with the town I grew up in, Waterford, um, on the east side of uh, Michigan. You know, we had a huge GM plant in our town. And my mother is a lifelong server at a family restaurant. And all of her customers, her friends, all worked third shift at GM. They'd get off work and they would go see Mary. And they were, they became her social life too. And they tipped really well. The plant closed down and everything changed. And it really, I don't know, it's picked back up a little bit, but Detroit and Michigan in general has really suffered because of that. It's a bummer. So uh, good question. Uh, Jen has a bunch of good questions today, uh, making my life easy. Uh, so what was your ultimate, ultimate goal for the band? You know, it's we haven't really pinpointed one goal as a collective. I think it's really just to, we love making music together so much and performing. I absolutely love making music videos. And so if we could just keep doing this forever, that'd be awesome. Um, that, I, I, I don't know. If you would have asked me 10 years ago, I would have been like, I want to be big famous not I don't know famous but like I want to be touring all the time I want to be I want to be like a band the size of like Incubus right and now I'm like if I could just play like at least like some good festivals a year maybe a tour or two that'd be dope if it gets bigger than that fine and deal with it but if I could just have a couple of like solid performance opportunities and just keep creating then if that's all it is that's fine and, and that's a great attitude to have, especially in the music industry. Um, you know, you always want to be positive, but yeah, yeah, you, you want to stay grounded at the same time. Um, you know, hell, I'd be happy just being the crazy MC and music videos doing dumb stuff. You know, that's just my personality. Yeah. So um, I'm not a singer, but I can be, I can be pretty dumb. You know, I can jump <laughs> a dirt bike over a pond, whatever you need, you know? So uh, anyone listening that you need a, a fill in for a, 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 you know, a, a music video or a skit, anything like that, I'm your boy. Give me a call. So uh, same, shameless self-promotion, you know, but uh, I love it. So that's my talent being dumb. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I guess that comes from Michigan, you know, that public education in Michigan. Oh, come on. You created this awesome <laughs> podcast. So that's not your only talent being dumb. But I mean, it, it's crazy. Uh, speaking of education, like when I moved down here, like just how I mean, Michigan's education is actually up to like it, it's bigger than not bigger, but it's definitely uh, a lot more uh, advanced than down here. I came down and, uh, and they're like, you have to take general math. And I'm like, I have to take general math. I, 
literally doing like calculus in Michigan and you want me to take general math. They're like, yeah, that's the standard down here, like to, you know, graduate. And I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely two different worlds as far as the education spectrum, but uh, definitely miss my hometown, you know, the hometown, small town life. But um, yeah. Do you know, did you hear about what they're doing with one of those paper mills? Um, so I know uh, Menasha is now, I think, rock, not, not Rock 10, it's um, Gypsum. So they do like a cardboard paper. Um, and then the other one, um, the site is just so um, like toxic. It's not no, the parchment one, is it? No, this is uh, Odd Seagull, the Rock 10 one. Um, but yeah, they were tearing that down and the, the ground is super toxic. So they're testing. I mean, they've been testing water wells for years and, um, you know, just, uh, you know, all the chemicals and, you know, it's right on the river as well. So, I mean, maybe that's why I'm crazy. I don't know. You know, we got all those chemicals as kids, but, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, Brian says you definitely have the sound and look for music and an awesome vibe for sure. So mm -hmm. I would agree. That's awesome. Um, and female fronted bands are the best. Um, they're <laughs> far and few between. So it's always good to, you know, have a female fronted band. We need um, more. Right. We need and uh, so what's going on in parchment? So the parchment paper mill, um, they're turning into, uh, I think it's a hard rock. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're okay. going to have this huge, like, entertainment venue. And I don't know what else is going in there, but. Sorry if you can hear my dogs. Oh, that's fine. I had fire trucks, so you know we're just <laughs> we're battling back and forth with sound effects. So, Perfect. Um, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I know uh, Gun Gunlight Casino that's exploded. I mean, they keep building that. And then what's the other one in like Battle Creek Fire Keepers? I think. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that's pretty big. Do they have? Um, do they offer live music like things you could play there? Or? I'm sh I don't know about Fire Keepers, but I know uh, Gun Lake for sure. Um, I haven't tried. I see that in this moment has gone there a couple times. They're so fun to see live. Um, man, Maria Brink is just a powerhouse. But I haven't looked into any opportunities or anything. But now Gun Lake Casino bought out one of the bigger venues in Grand Rapids. It was formerly known as 20 Monroe. We still call it that. But um, we actually, we did get to play there. We opened up for Seether. And... I had no idea that Seether was even still a band because I don't really listen to the radio. And so when when the venue reached out to us to see if we wanted to open, we were like, hell yeah. And that was probably one of the most fun shows we've ever played. Um, that was probably the most merch we've ever sold at a show. And when <laughs> 20 Monroe, they're like, we can offer you this small amount to play and I, we were all like oh, we would have done it for free whatever um so they paid us but then also see there's manager i think also paid us the same amount and we're like is there a mistake here did you guys like <laughs> it was just a miscommunication but it wasn't they were just no we so liked nice. you here you go boom yeah and uh if i had a bromance with anyone it'd be Seether. oh man like, he's he's such a cool dude i've seen him oh, yeah. probably five or six times at the uh, house of blues growing up and oh, cool. uh you know orlando so yeah definitely we didn't get to talk to them at all because you know show mode but they were so so tight and they sounded so good up there yeah i was a little uh i was a little jealous when he was dating uh amy lee i was like oh yes really you know this is high school like taking my girl 
You know? I know. I know. I, <laughs> I, I sang an Evanescence song solo in choir concert. All right, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the LP coming out on uh, May 13th. So uh, let us know a little bit. I mean, obviously you can't spill all the beans, but uh, you can give us a little bit of information on that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you want to know? So this is a full LP, correct? This isn't an yes. EP. So there's uh, how many songs on it? So there are 13 songs plus an intro, which okay. I I will give some insight to that. So <laughs> we've a uh, couple people who have heard it so far. <laughs> there's a there's a man talking in the intro and Chris and I sat down and, and just fleshed out some weird stuff on the keyboard to write this thing and put it together. Um, but after our last show in December or our, our last hometown show in December, we got um, a series of messages on our Instagram in our DMs from our friend Kendall he's a really good friend of Evans and he's just funny and sarcastic and a really good musician and, and guy too. And he left us all these messages, basically like your music sucks. Literally that's how it starts. And then he talks, he goes into everyone individually about how like terrible their performance was. And it's, it's hilarious. It was funny to us. And then at the end of it, he goes, but uh, for real guys, we should jam sometime. And so I was like, we need to put these on the album. And so we made it happen. We put it in the intro. And then I also had saved a couple of voice memo or voice, I'm sorry, uh, voicemails from my mom and my sister-in-law to me from years ago. Well, one was from my mom when we were actually buying this house because there are some like contract things that were going on with we had a bad realtor trying to buy our old house it was messy but so my mom's looking out for me and then so i anyway we just compiled all these things and layered them and already people are like who left you these voice memos (laughs) like do people really hate you this much (laughs) kendall didn't know that we put them on the album until we showed him last week and he was just dying. I mean, he loved it. He's just like, oh, I got to find a way to get you guys back. That's epic. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really proud of the intro. And then, yeah, then there's 13 other songs after that. And what's different with this album than our last three EPs is I just started playing piano in the last couple years. And I mean, I played flute since I was nine, but not not quite the same. So I started playing piano and I just started writing just really simple things just to kind of teach myself how to like write chord progressions or whatever. And so I did this and then Evan heard them and he's like, you need to show the guys. I was like, these don't sound like Lokella songs. These are just like simple little ballads. He's like, no, you need to show them. And so uh, a couple of them on this album started at my piano with these lyrics and then brought to the band which is not normally how we write and it was very nerve-wracking for me because i thought they were just simple and dumb <laughs> but the way that the the songs just blossomed after the guys took a hold of them and, and wrote their own parts and, and really made them finished pieces i am over the moon now about them so i'm really proud of some of, I'm a proud of all the tracks, but a couple in particular I'm especially close with. 
Yeah, and it's it's kind of crazy, like like how you explained how it just blossoms and everything kind of comes together, and you're like, damn, that that is really good, you know. After you know, like, eh, it's just a you know, just you know, a little bit of a piano, and then you know, everyone adds their aspect to it, and it's just like, bam, all right, we got a song. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. So uh, excited that will be out five thirteen, folks. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Uh, that is a Lokella. And uh, so where can we find some of your merch, uh, things like that? Tell us how we can find Lokella. So we have a website where we do have our merch. Um, it's thebandlokella.com. And then you can basically find us on every, pretty much every social platform that way too. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. We have a Twitter, but to be honest, I can't stand Twitter. And the guys don't really do much with the socials. I'm pretty much running all of them and I, I can't, I just can't do Twitter. I've tried. Yeah. I've, I've never mastered Twitter either. Oh. I'm just like, yeah, I try it. And I'm like, this is, this is kind of dumb. It's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. And there's just, a, it just feels like there's so much garbage and I don't know what to say. I'm like, this is bring back my space. It was so easy. Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> I say that every day. Um, I, I did get involved with TikTok. <laughs> involved. <laughs> We're in a relationship now. Um, so the band doesn't necessarily have a TikTok. I personally do. It's just Jen with two N's underscore Lokella. And I do share a lot of the music videos and stuff on there, but mostly it's dogs and just stupid shit. Um, that's how mine is. I just do stupid skits or like things I think is funny and you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but that's my personality. So, exactly. you know, awesome. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on and, um, you know, I, I can't wait. Uh, I mean, I've heard the, you know, the, the LP. So I'm, I'm excited for everyone else to hear it. Um, so uh, I definitely think it's going to blow up or glow up, however you want to put it. Um, definitely some bangers in there. And uh, like Jen said, you can find them at Lokella, the band Lokella.com. Um, they have vinyls on there, uh, which I may pick up a vinyl. I'm a, a vinyl No, junkie. we don't have any vinyls. I, oh, I, I thought I saw vinyl, one. No vinyls, but oh. I, if, if anyone has a good resource, for me, for vinyls, I am very interested, even if it's just for my personal own collection. Right. But I, yeah, I would love to print vinyls. I just don't really, we're doing everything ourselves right now. So I don't know where to start with that. I, I looked at it and I was like, I, I like, it was a bigger thing. And oh, I, I automatically, look, yeah, I automatically thought it was a vinyl. So I was like, yeah, vinyl. So my bad folks, there are no vinyls. But maybe in the future, if I can figure out and, the best and, way to do it. And that makes me... No, I'm just, I love uh, vinyls. And uh, as you see on the, the wall here, I like to, you know, I have some, you know, unsigned bands. And, you know, I got Kiss, you know. Favorite, you know, one of the better albums of Kiss. So, um, yeah, but it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, you're welcome on the show anytime. And uh, any final words for the, the fans out there? Uh... Oh, YouTube, YouTube. You can find all of our videos. Right now, every song that we have released has a music video, and they're all on YouTube. They're not awesome. all great, but they're great to me. <laughs> Donnie, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure, and uh, we'll do it again if you'd like. And um, I look forward to working with you and talking with you. And uh, remember, folks, uh, thanks for joining this episode, and keep it sloppy, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>